millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim where we're bringing you a very special chat with the star of Sunrise, Alex Pettifer. I'm Timmy Fland, movie buff. And I'm Lee Livingstone, entertainment journalist. And we love to talk all things movies. And before we speak to Alex Pettifer, let's just give a rundown of Sunrise. It's about an ex-cop who returns to the scene of a horrific crime where the residents of this rural town soon discover that the dark visitor is a vampire who feeds on blood and fear. After he is befriended by a kind immigrant family, this instinctive killer is faced with a choice between revenge and redemption. Goodness me. Well, the film is directed by Andrew Baird, who has previously brought us films such as Zone 414 and One Day from a screenplay by Oscar-nominated writer Ronan Blaney. Sunrise stars, of course, Alex Pettifer and our very own Guy Pearce, who I've come to learn in this interview... (laughs) was actually born in the UK. I did know that, but I think I forgot it. But we're still going to claim him. Knew that, but forgot it, refused to believe it. <laughs> so we just claim him as our own. Exactly. Right? <laughs> on the same page. Let's rewrite history. Let's rewrite history right here on Popcorn Podcast. Well, friends, if you've been living under a rock and don't know who our esteemed guest is, let us enlighten you. Alex Pettifer is a British actor and former model who has had a stellar career since he hit the big time at age 15 as Alex Ryder in Stormbreaker, based on Anthony Horowitz's best-selling young adult spy novels. In the almost two decades since then, Pettifer has built quite the career as a headliner in action films such as I Am Number Four and In Time, as well as busting a groove thing opposite Channing Tatum in the first <laughs> Magic Mike film. I know how much of a fan you are of that film and the <laughs> film since. Now, he stars opposite Guy Pierce in Thriller Sunrises, a mysterious creature of the night grappling with loss, revenge and a journey of redemption. And some might say, Tim, more importantly, joining us here on Popcorn Podcast today to generously provide <laughs> insight into his new film, share what the future holds in this second wave of Alex Pettifer, and mm. he fights us for ownership of Guy Pierce. 
ding, 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 round one. <laughs> Who comes out on top? You'll have to wait and see. Well, it's a really good time, so let's take a listen. And you know what he feeds on? What? Fear. Off and running, in the car. Here we go. <laughs> Hi, Alex. It's really nice to meet you. <laughs> Thank you for your time. I would be even more worried if you were like had one hand on the steering wheel and you had, like the laptop on the like little desk and you were like driving and asking the question. Yeah, the laptop was bouncing around a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your time today. I really appreciate it. And congratulations on Sunrise, which is just about to come out over here in Australia worldwide, I believe. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell us. This is going so well. It's going so well. I know. It's entertaining. <laughs> That's what we care about. Yeah, exactly. So tell us about your character, Fallon. When we meet him, he's coming to terms with this great loss and he's a bit of a man of mystery, right? Yeah. He is a projection of an idea. We could say a projection of a form of death. And he comes in as like a kind of like a magnifying glass to this family that are dealing with grief of their husband and of their father, unfortunately are subject to racism and uh, dealing with a very tumultuous time through their suffering. Unlike most films, he's not a beacon of light for them. He is more of a, being this ominous character, kind of a somewhat threat, you know, but through this uh, journey that he takes and through this journey that they take, they kind of uh, enlighten both of the things that they need to do to better their lives. Bringer of, of death, isn't he? Yes. <laughs> um, Sunrise isn't your average vampire film either, is it? What's it really about at the heart of it? Yeah, I mean, I said to Andrew, obviously this film is not anything like the reference I'm going to give you, but I said, when you watch Meet Joe Black, you're immersed into a dynamic of a family but there is this mystical element that you're dealing with death, literally death. Like Brad Pitt plays death. He plays a version of the Grim Reaper. Spoiler alert. Yeah. I mean, if you haven't seen Brad Pitt's <laughs> Meet Joe Black. That's on you. Yeah. You're living on a different planet. It's one of his greatest performances. And I think that in this film, I said to him, I said, you know, okay, there's these mystical themes. There's the vampire theme. There's this. I was like, but I really want to stay shy of that. I don't want to go near that. And I don't want to be making a vampire movie, not because I don't love those genre films. I really do. But I, I said, at the core of this film is this family, you know, the grounding of this film film is the family and, and the struggles that they're going through. And, and I think it would be a shame not to go through and tell a story that promotes that dynamic, because I think it's one more cinematic. And two, I think it's the core of what our message of this film is, you know, I said, I also don't want to have a character that comes in and is like the anti-hero and savior of the day. I, I really want him to be dealing with the struggles that he's dealing with and have this family come to terms with what they need to deal with and how they can overcome that adversity as well. And um, kudos to Andrew. He did that. He pulled it off. I actually spoke to Andrew the other day and he said um, Fallon took a lot of balls to play. What was it about the character that hooked you in? I think for me, like, <laughs> I just, I love Andrew. Um, <laughs> biting my tongue. Um, <laughs> no, please share. Just between you and me and, you know, thousands of listeners. <laughs> I just love to wind up Andrew, but I'm not going to do this on the, on the interview. <laughs> I, I will give credit to Andrew. I, the major factor of doing the movie was was Andrew. You know, he's... Um, 
you know, he's very collaborative and you can never tell what the end product of any movie is going to be because it's not in your hands. It's not even in a director's hands, really. It's the collaboration of everyone coming together and, you know, putting their heart and soul into the material and, you know, hoping that it turns out the way that you hope it to. But working with Andrew and having this collaboration with him ultimately made me want to be a part of the film. How much were you able to steer the film? Because he said that the story had taken a bit of a beating by the time it got to you guys and that, you know, it was up to sort of you and Guy and Andrew to to shape it into what we see at the end. Yeah, well, Andrew didn't do much. He just sat there and <laughs> let me and Guy rewrite the film. No, yeah. I'm joking. Uh, that's absolutely false. No, Andrew did most of it. I, like, I have to give it to him. Yeah. Really, really is a super invested director and really cares about characters and cares about the movie as a whole and obviously guy and myself come in and have our our sensibility of what we would love to achieve with our characters and andrew's very open to that collaboration ultimately at the end of the day it wasn't that far off from from the movie that we made you know he really he really is forthcoming in the way that he change that script into something that you see on film. And speaking of our guy, we love Guy Pierce here, obviously. This isn't the first time you've worked with him either, is it? Yeah, but he's not Australian. You know that. He's English. We're going to claim him as Australian. 100% English. <laughs> Born in England. Yeah, nah. <laughs> Andrew also said he wants to do a lot more movies with you. He had a lot of great things to say about you. And he said that you're having a second career wave of sorts. Does it feel like that to you? Because I know you started so young in this industry. Second career? I don't know. Is Andrew on his second career? <laughs> Technically, yeah, I guess. I mean, then I'll join on the boat train of Andrew's second career. <laughs> I'll do any movie with Andrew. I've got to wrap up just quickly, Alex, but what's next for you? What kind of projects uh, do you want to work on in this second age of Alex? Well, I have Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare, which is Guy Ritchie's movie coming out. That looks really fun. They announced that it comes out April 19th. And I'm going to do another movie with Guy in March, funny enough, our English national treasure. <laughs> and I don't know, man. I'm just excited to work with good people, collaborate with good people. Yeah. That's, that's what I really care about. We can't wait to see what you do next. Thank you so much for your time and for your understanding that I'm in the car. I apologize again. No worries. <laughs> Thanks, Alex. It was great to meet you. Thank you. I'll speak to you later. The fields are dying. The land done turned its back on us. It's like we've been poisoned. And we're left with fear. Honestly, how dare, how dare he try and take Guy Pierce from us? <laughs> how very dare he? <laughs> and then, not only that, he goes and spoils Meet Joe Black too. Absolutely outrageous. Look, I've got a confession to make, and I'm sorry, Alex, this is on you, mate, because I was saying to Lee offline just before we started recording this that I don't think I've seen Meet Joe Black. So I'm one of the victims of the spoiler territory we went into there. You're going to have to rectify that immediately. I am. I am. Look, we're joking, of course. It's all fine, Alex. We're not going to come for you in the night. Uh, what a fantastically <laughs> talented actor and fun guy to chat with. Hopefully, we'll get him back soon to talk about those exciting upcoming movies that he's working on. Hopefully. And in the meantime, Sunrise is in US cinemas and on digital and on demand worldwide from January 19. As always, friends, thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. 
and join in the conversation, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram at Popcorn Podcast. <laughs>